Welcome to the Cruising and Campfires podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, and it's on this podcast that I strive to inspire you to seek adventure and to spark joy outside with your family. I am super excited because on today's podcast, I have my good friend, Kristen Gudenkoff. Kristen is a children's book author, and she just published the book Grumpalophagus. This book is absolutely one of our family favorites, and it is so, so fantastic. And the reason why I love it and the reason why I really wanted her to come on this show is because it is all about having these open, honest conversations about emotions. It's about talking through those grumps as they come up and really embracing the fact that sometimes we things are not all rainbows and sunshine and it's okay even when we're outside and we're camping. I think that we we kind of set this precedent on camping as um, something where we can just go and totally relax and it's just easy peasy breezy fun and it's not always the case. We have our sleep has changed, our routines have changed, we're in a different setting and a lot of times these grumpy feelings can bubble up to the surface and so with our young kids being able to talk through why those feelings are there, what they mean, and how we can wrestle them and work through them and then come out ahead. It's so empowering, so uplifting, and it just makes the camping experience that much easier. Same for road trips. So I know you're going to enjoy listening in on this conversation with us. I have dropped the link to her book in the show notes below. It makes a great Christmas gift or any gift for any, any time of the season or any time of the year, I should say. And so definitely go and check it out. She is phenomenal. The book is phenomenal. And I just know you're going to love hearing from her. So Kristen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Super excited. Yay. Um, Okay. So first I want you to tell our listeners what made you want to write this book. I love this backstory. So it's kind of long, so bear with me. Um, So um, my husband and I got married in um, 2018 and we had a very we had a short engagement, not for any, just because I didn't want to be married long, and we got a crazy gonga deal on our venue. So they said, "Well, this is the only date for off season." I said, "Well, we'll take it." <laughs> so um, when I was picking cake toppers, I wanted something really cute and not overly traditional. Um, and so I was thinking, my husband's favorite animal is penguins, and so I was thinking, you know, some cute penguins on top of a cake would be great. And then he he pulled out this joke. It's like, what about T-Rexes? And he found these really cute, um, act like little, um, T-Rex animals that were, you know, dressed up in a, a wedding dress in a tux with a top hat on Etsy. And I called his bluff a bottom. <laughs> so <laughs> that has, that's, that's translated so much so that you know, the cake had not only the T-Rex cake, uh, cake toppers, but it had a slash like a T-Rex, uh, three nail scratch down the side um, and had a, an inflatable cost, a dino costume. My brother dressed up in that he came out at the reception. Um, so then later when we, we found a couple minutes, a couple months later um, that we were pregnant, we announced it using those cake toppers with an egg with my daughter's name, Aria written on it. And that quickly translated to baby Rex. Well, as Aria, um, you know, she's going through infancy and into her, her toddler years. She had many times where she was grumpy. I mean, we all get grumpy from time to time. And my husband would say things like grumposaurus and stuff. Um, But then one day he said, "Uh, why are you being a grumpalophagus? And I was like, oh, that's a book. It's (laughs) like, that's a book right there. That's gold. And, um, but aside from that, there's, 
there's a lot of patterns when kids feel grumpy a lot of patterns and you see it, especially if you work with kids. Um, so I was a gymnastics coach for over 17 years. Um, I was a youth pastor. Um, I've got many nieces and nephews, lots of godchildren. I've been around kids. Um, I have three younger siblings myself. I've seen the patterns and you can probably hear my daughter in the background a little I bit. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you see these patterns emerge and things like embarrassed, like kids have different, different emotions and they, and they talk about um, things differently, they react differently, but reactions do come out and you can see those patterns. But the biggest pattern I found was that we talk about grumpiness and it's this really huge bucket of emotions that for a kid, that is a really big word to try to understand. Um, especially if it's something like you're sick, um, you're upset, you're scared and, and helping narrow that down so they can work through that emotion, I think, um, is really important. So grumpalophagus really came from my husband saying it, but it really came from sort of like this history that we have now embedded. Now we have all these little T-Rexes all over our house. (laughs) That's so cute. And I absolutely love what you say about how the grumps come out in different forms. So this isn't something that's like, you're going to tell kids how to, how to feel grumpy and how to overcome that. It's more of acknowledging those emotions. And I have your book. It's actually sitting next to me. Me and my boys read it frequently because we just absolutely love it. But especially we read it, not only when we're feeling grumpy and I say we, because there's a lot in there for adults too, but we, as a family can sometimes you, you know, you get at each other and you don't mean to, but it happens. And it also happens even when you're outside, supposedly having this perfect vacation. I think that the pictures and Facebook happy, we live in that kind of a world where everything looks like it was just so idyllic and nobody, nobody got upset and nobody fought. And that's just not the case. And so acknowledging these emotions as they arise and saying, hold on, let's hit pause and, and understand why we're feeling like this can really, really dampen heightened emotions, especially when you're not having the best sleep or you're not eating the same things as usual, or things get a little bit off in your routine. It's such a nice reminder. And so, you know, a little bit about camping specifically, since this is a cruising and campfire show, you know, a lot about camping too. So you guys go camping. Tell us a little bit about how, about your camping style. Uh, we are tent campers. Um, interestingly, um, I actually grew up camping in a trailer predominantly with my family. My mother wanted comfort as well. So um, (laughs) we grew up, uh, actually, I don't know if any of you know, but we were um, members of Thousand Trails and we went all over the U.S. camping. Um, It was a blast and I I wish Thousand Trails still existed the way it used to exist. Um, I I actually was talking about my husband recently that I kind of equated it to um, it's the cruise ship of camping. (laughs) like going to thousand (laughs) trails and stuff um but now we we camp my husband was a boy scout so we actually camp using tents and i have been enjoying it thoroughly um so we actually have a double a double sleeping bag that my husband um daughter and i sleep in and and that won't fit us won't fit her much longer when we get to the next camping season that won't work out so my husband will be in his own sleeping bag (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah tent uh we've got we cook on the campfire using um, our cast iron skillets and pots and stuff and like literally on the hot coals. And that is, I, that is actually my favorite part of camping, I think is, is the cooking element is, is here uh, those smells and getting the, the really warm food. Um, you have to be careful not to burn your mouth because it gets really, really warm. 
but um, we love tent camping. I think it's very freeing. It is. It absolutely is. It's funny you bring up cooking over the coals because on our last camping trip, we tried to do one of those like desserts in the cast iron in mm-hmm. the Dutch oven and um, misread the recipe and kept it in there a little too long. So we'll just say we did not have dessert that night because it was completely charred to a crisp, but it was oh. hilarious too. It was a funny, a funny memory. And we all laughed about it. We joked about it. So no one was too sad. It was okay. But I'm really curious to hear, um, so you have a young daughter as well, and have you ever seen the lessons that you teach in, in Grumpolophagus? Have you ever seen them come to life specifically at the campground and how have you managed those situations? Yes, actually, uh, you mentioned that Grumpolophagus isn't just for kids. It's also for, um, parents. There's a lot for adults in it as well. And, Um, the more I read the book, I've done live readings and things, and I've read it to Aria plenty of times. Um, but really, I think when she starts getting frustrated, like she wants to be close to the fire because, you know, she's 20 months old and fire's cool. <laughs> you can't blame <laughs> exactly. her. But yeah. it's, no, you're going to fall in. <laughs> Back up. Um, reminding her, no, too close, too close. Or um, she wants a snack and she's hungry, but she's excited. She wants to run around. Um, over, slightly overwhelmed, you know, or um, here's a sound and, and got scared because it's not familiar. Um, there's a lot. So really taking, taking a breath, taking a moment and, and not letting yourself get frustrated by it, but realizing that, I mean, even as adults, when you hear a sound you, that you're unfamiliar with, you get scared for a moment and you, you pause and you listen and you observe. Well, for a 20 month old, that's a very different experience. You know, they want they want mommy. They want to be on you. And sometimes you want to sit there and you want a moment of peace and quiet, but I think peace and quiet comes in different, in different forms. Right. And sometimes it's accepting that they need something from you right now. So asking those questions and pausing, like what the book says, like ask the questions, be willing to share, be willing to work through it, give them that space so they can work through what they're feeling makes us all kind of <laughs> a little more sane, I think. Um, yes. And so like, I, I will ask her, you know, are you, are you needing a snack or are you tired? Are you ready for bed? Do you need a hug? And just ask her various questions. She isn't talking a lot yet, but she does, she signs a lot and she responds very well. So just asking the questions calms her down too, versus just saying, no, calm down, stop. Cause that's, that's not giving her the space that she's needing to work through her feelings. Yeah, absolutely. And I also love what you say in the book about choosing your cape and having, so in the book, and I'm going to leave this as a little bit of a teaser because I want people to go and buy it because it's such a great book, but in the book you talk about, or Grumpelophagus has a cape where he has that feel that physical, um, physical item to kind of identify and okay, right now is the time where I need to work through something. And, um, you say in the book, and I'm going to read just one line of it, the physical cue that this physical cue can be a powerful tool of empowerment for little minds as they learn to navigate their emotions. And I love this concept of, you know, you, and you just said right now, sometimes they just need mommy. And I think that if we also bring along maybe that psychological anchor of, I have something, something's going on, something's different, something's not right. How can I feel a little bit braver right now? And I, how can I understand what's going on and kind of hit that pause button to acknowledge what's going on. And for a 20 month old, for a three-year-old, four-year-old, like I have, 
that's very difficult to explain, but us as parents, when we understand it, we can kind of offer that to them and, and help them to use these tools that we know exist and then have a story to go alongside it, to kind of rein in those emotions and, and bring out this brave side of them that we know is there. I think it's just so incredibly powerful not just at the campground, but at home too. So if you start this practice at home, it can obviously translate into your travels. Same with on the road. I mean, it, you, everyone has, or not everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but there's a lot of kids who enjoy having like a security blanket or a pillow or something like that. And understanding the purpose for that as parents can let us know like the best time to hand it over to them and say, yeah, here, I want to make you feel better. Cause I can't be in the back seat with you right now snuggling, but I'm here for you. And I understand what's going on. And I just think it's really, really, I love that thing about the um, point about the Cape and the way that Grumpalophagus uses it, that kids can actually really identify with. I can't take credit for that, Kimberly. That's actually called, uh, it's actually a psychological element. It's called psychological anchoring. So the, that item that whatever you pick, so Grumpelophagus, like you said, uh, talking about actually ends up using a cape. Well, the cape is Grumpelophagus psychological anchor where it creates the bubble where they can say, okay, hold on, let me take a minute. Let me self-reflect what's happening. What do I need? So um, I can't take credit for it, but I did put it in the book. <laughs> well, and that's, that's what matters is because the story helps to bring it to life and, and sort of make sense of what it's there for and why we have that. And I think that that's really, really important. So I'm glad that it got included in the book, no matter whose principle it is. I think it's really, really fantastic. And I think, and I love that. I love the way that you brought it to life in the story. So, Thank you. um, I also love what you're doing to help other kids beyond, um, beyond whoever can buy the book on Amazon to get these psychological principles into their world or to have a very, have more of a happy life and happy demeanor, even if they're not able to travel, but just understand their emotions. Um, and specifically you're doing something right now with the red sleigh toy run. And I'd love for you to tell a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited about this partnership. So when, um, baby Rex productions is the publication company that we started to um, actually publish Grumpelophagus in all of our future books through. And when we, when we got started, we, we were talking about what we want our brand to be. And we wanted to work with nonprofits and we wanted to be about giving back and creating this world of wonderment for children where they can, um, they can imagine and explore new worlds, whether it's the world of Grumpelophagus or, you know, other characters, things in general, just really about, expanding children's horizons beyond you know your current setting and so we said well working with nonprofits is a big part of what we would like to do as well working making sure we're giving back and um we reached out to several to several nonprofits but one that we really truly connected with was red sleigh toy run they're a nonprofit here in tucson that really um what they do is they work all year to fundraise and then for the holidays um they sponsor around 14, 15 families as just one element of what they do. And they get the wish lists of those children and they, they, they buy those Christmas gifts, they get those gifts and they deliver them in a sleigh with a train of motorcycles behind them delivering these gifts. So literally Santa's dressed up, pulls out toys from a sleigh and hands these kids and these families that are, are impoverished really um they're in need significant need emotional need even and they're just being loved on getting these gifts and the parents get gift cards for food 
So it's not just toys. And, and then beyond these families that they sponsor, they give toys and things to tons of other kids in need and they help give toys to other organizations that, that do this kind of thing that are shorthanded. So they really go above and beyond. They find people that, that need assistance around the holidays and do all that they can to try to help people um, all around have a really good, safe holiday. Um, so that really spoke to us. And so what we decided to do is when we, 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 when we established this partnership, um, we said, okay, pick a month. Pick a month that you want for um, Baby Rex Productions to donate all proceeds from Grandpa Lafayette. So any books that are sold for the month of November, um, all proceeds that come from those sales, all sales effectively, will go to Red Slay Toy Run to, to basically support their cause. I love that. I think it's so important that we recognize that the things that we're doing are not just isolated to us. And it, even though we talk a lot about traveling and we talk a lot about being together as a family, I think that families can really come together to support others. And there's so much, so much power there. And so I know that people are going to want to support you in this. They're going to want to support um, their own families and finding, you know, finding a book that can help them rein in their emotions. So tell, tell everyone where they can find you and how they can buy. Yeah, absolutely. So we are on Facebook and Instagram. You just search for Baby Rex Productions, three words, Baby Rex Productions on Facebook or Instagram, and you will find us. Um, and where you can buy the book, it's on Amazon, available on Amazon in um, digital copy. So if you prefer digital for like road trips or anything, but paperback and hardback as well. Perfect. Awesome. And I will put all those links in the show notes below too. So it's really simple to find them. Um, definitely go and get your hands on this because it is such a great book. I bring it to the campsite with our family just because I love to have it in those moments where we can just get that friendly little reminder that emotions are normal and it's okay. And everything's going to be good. Just have to get that calming energy back over us. And it's a great book to help get that, to accomplish that. So thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited that you agreed to be here and cannot wait for more people to get this book. It was my pleasure. I'm super excited to see what uh, comes of your endeavor with cruising campfires. I think it's a, it's a great company. Oh, thank you so much. All right. You guys have a good one.